I'm Bobby. Hey, hey, guys, I'm Nathan. Let's just get right to the point. This could be a podcast. Did I ever tell you about driving through rural Illinois slash southern rural Wisconsin and seeing a uh, a very small billboard for the Equalizer 3 in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> no. Is, no. It was a sight to behold. I mean, it's kind of on the roads where you're like, you have to pay attention to the map, you yeah. know, so you don't miss the wrong turn and then end up 45 minutes away sure. from where you were supposed sure. to go. And then there's just a... Very small billboard. Very small billboard. <laughs> For the Equalizer. The Equalizer 3. three in September, I want to say. Must have been. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know when the Equalizer 3 was released. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't care to know, quite frankly. But someone had the initiative <laughs> to be like, hey, <clears throat> this is our market. We're going to spend some <laughs> of our ad dollars here in Bumblefuck Nowhere. I'll call it that. Um, and... It wasn't effective because I saw the billboard and I didn't want to watch the movie. So, yeah. But I don't live there. So I don't know. Maybe it means something different to those people. <laughs> Equalizer means something different to rural Wisconsinites. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. It might. I don't know. But it's not for me to judge. Who's the judge? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Denzel Washington really does well in <laughs> Beloit, Wisconsin. Beloit's not that. Well, no, it wasn't Beloit, but yeah. it's the first rural. Wisconsin town. That's not rural, man. That ain't rural. We're not going to get on a rural conversation. That ain't, that ain't rural. Add whatever fucking rural town that you can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Does that get you off the Beloit train? Sure. Okay. Cool. So? So Beloit. It's yeah. a lovely, bustling little town. I, I, I just asked if you got off the Beloit train. <laughs> oh, no. I wanted to know. Big fan of the Beloit train. And I want to get off it. We're going to add, we will add a board here of things we can't talk about. And I will yeah. add Beloit right to it. You want to add? Okay. I mean, we right. got to add Mad Max and John Wick to it. We don't have to add Mad Max to that. Because we're going to come back to that. Too much Mad Max talk. It's not. I, I heard the listeners. It was too much Mad no, Max talk. No, man. Listen, if you want to, I'll push back a little bit on John Carpenter's vampires. Just a little bit. Dare I say you've talked less about John Carpenter's vampires? So John Carpenter's vampires. It was not an invitation to start talking about it. No, it's good. I was making a point. It's not. It's really not. You know what else is awful? Ghosts of Mars with Ice Cube. Remember that one? Uh, it was really bad. No? No. I don't think it's so. It's got Ice Cube in it. Okay. At one point, they fly around in a hot air balloon. Hey, here's a thing. On Mars. <laughs> sure. I'm just letting you know. Here's a question. This is a callback to another okay. episode, and we won't get into the conspiratorial aspect of it, because that's on the list of things to yeah, talk about. Yeah. Okay? We all know this. Shut the fuck up. Now you know how it feels, <laughs> right? So, Cat Williams has been making the, uh, yeah. the rounds of the internet, you sure. know, with yeah. his Shannon Sharp interview. I didn't really. What is it? Hey, Jamie. Shitty Jamie. What is Shannon Sharp's podcast called? Is it like... Uh, I will figure that out. It's um, like the House of Shay Shay or something like that. Sure. I think I, I think it is that, actually. It's is something, it? It's something similar to that. Um, and uh, Jimmy, Shitty Jamie doing a really good job. Beloit yeah. is a French word for handsome ground. So <laughs> if that's I'm not glad. a show title, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's called really Handsome Ground? Yeah. Are you being serious? Yep. It's oh, no pretty, shit. I mean, it's some pretty good looking ground. Uh, Club Shay Shay. Is it Club, Club Shay Shay? Hard pass. Yeah. That's a 
But this Not was a point name. of contention very early on Kay. between the two of us where I was saying that Dave Chappelle had mm-hmm. said that oh. it was a thing that black men in particular in Hollywood were yes, forced I at times this. of their career yes. to wear dresses. And now Cat Williams has come out in the last week and then said that. restated that. And then the amount of for, like Big Mama's House 2 or big is it Big Mama's House or Big Mama? What's it's the Martin? Big Lawrence? Mama's House. Big yeah. Mama's House Two was then released on Hulu or at least promoted on Hulu recently. Okay, and I'm like, bold move, Cotton, or bad timing? Because there's no. there's two dresses in that one. He's handing it down to the son, I believe. If I can surmise I, the plot of Big Mama's House Two, yes, his God. son does wear a dress too. So, oh my God, no. So can I get a retroactive victory in our conversation? Uh, Sh- sure, you've got two black comedians that say that. I I don't. I don't think it's some vast conspiracy to hold down the black man, but I I think that I think redlining did Williams, that well enough. Cat Williams, uh, you know, he says it's the initiation process. It's not necessarily hold down the black man. It's to make sure that you're willing to play ball. I'll give you a small list, real quick. Oh. Wesley Snipes, the Wayne's Brothers, Chris. Uh, These are black men in dresses. Yes, Kevin Hart. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Oh, I guess all of uh, the clumps. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, here's the real question: Can you go ahead and find uh, like all the white men in drag while we're at it? I mean, I just. I mean, and that's where I think I, you got I, off on. I, I think, think it's, you got off on the wrong track of it. It's not necessarily a race thing. It's a will you play the ball? A will you play so ball thing? And man, that's Cat Williams. What he was ma- saying. At any point, when a man puts on a dress for a, a show. It's a way for him to signal that he's willing to play ball. Yeah, sure. Well, so Tom Hanks, who is huge in the whole Epstein conspiracy. Yes. Uh, bosom, bosom buddies. Shitty Jamie's words, not mine. Bosom buddies. Yeah. Bosom buddies, yeah. And that's why the the other guy on Bosom Buddies has had such a stellar career with Bosom Buddies and the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Probably. television show. He's dead. Is he dead? He might have. He's not dead. Statistically speaking, he might be dead. I don't know. No. No. But it's. I just wanted a victory. I wanted to get the victory because that was a very early on hotly contested sure. debate between you and I. If you feel like you need to have a victory. No, it just came no, up. It was I, like one of those things where you're just like, oh, and here this is. But you brought it up so you could claim he, victory. Yeah, of course. Why not? He, he died in 2021. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, he might have died so there you like go. recently. Dead. But that guy. 2021 years ago, man. Just, hey, it's not a guarantee for success. It's showing that you're willing to play ball. You know, that's and that's, that's why all, all the doors opened up. He locked on that fantastic "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" shitty syndicated sh- show. Hey, Cole, what's the, who's the son in Big Mama's House too? <laughs> Hold on, one um, second, one second. hey, Cole, who's this? Who's the son in Big Mama's House too? I feel like I should know this. I feel like it could be a thing that you I, had because I think he might have been like in the Percy Jackson movies. Here's the deal: like Big but, Mama's House Two is like went in one ear and out the other, but that's about it. Goes to the point of though, it's not a guarantee success thing. So it's a showing if you're willing to play the ball. Because there was someone that came out, and it was I don't know if it was the son of Big Mama's House Two, but someone that was in a Martin Lawrence movie. Okay. That wore a dress okay. and then said his career was nothing but downhill after he put on the dress. It might have been <clears> the son. So the but you're, complete you're, opposite again, of, what, of your point. Joshua Washington. Never. 
Never heard of him, right? I don't know. No, 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 you're not listening to my yeah. point. My point is to show that it's willing to play ball. Now, whether you're successful or not is still on the other side of the, the coin here. You got to still go about and do things and stuff like that. But you have people that say, he did say for So it could I don't be a factor or it could not be a factor. Whether or not you're successful putting on a dress. It's a showing of if you're willing to play ball or not. That's so all these I'm guys, they, those guys, they played ball. Yeah, and then you don't think Kevin happened. Hart's played ball I don't in w- his w- career? What? When did Kevin Hart wear a dress? Can you uh, suss that one out? Because SNLs. Oh, so did Rudy, Rudy Giuliani when he was on SNL? I mean. Okay. Let's go back to John Carpenter's Vampires real no, quick. No, 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 no. We're talking about Ghosts of Mars. It's a completely different film. I don't want to talk about Ghosts of Mars. It's what? so Because it's, it's not good. Yeah. It's so really why, good. why are we talking about it? We're not. Okay. So don't I mean, we can. Not. Let's not. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I wanted to take a victory. Okay. From an old thing. Yeah. Cole. Hey, okay, Cole. Uh, it was actually Big Mama's House 3. <laughs> there we go. Like <laughs> Father, like Son. There we go. And Brandon T. Jackson replaced the kid. Uh, okay, and that's the guy Brandon, that who's said Brandon his, T. Jackson? Is he the one that said his career went down the hill after? I'm going to guess. He was a stand-up. Um, yes. He was in the Percy Jackson films. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I don't know what else he was in. He was in Tropic Thunder as the yeah, rapper that, uh, that had yeah. a problem with Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Mm-hmm. And he was also ended up being gay. That, yes. That is that, the guy. That booty is the guy. sweat. That and is the guy. He really has not had a career since. Since booty sweat? Since like 2015. Yeah. Since he put the dress on, right? That's what his words were. Ooh, he was in Fast and Furious. Which uh, one? Very small. Uh, four. Family. Yeah. <laughs> if I got it, I'm going to pump it in. Do you remember, you remember the exact scene he was in, Cole? He was one of the drivers in a race, I think. BMW driver is what he's listed as. <laughs> Alex. He does have a name. Was that before <laughs> or after the Big Mama's House 3? That would be after. I was after. Yes. I can't. Was he in the first Fast and Furious? Wait, wait, hold on. Nope, that was before Big Mama's House, like father, like son. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Was it the first Fast and Furious movie he was in? That was four. Okay. So I, once you get past one, I don't know I, how many of these no. movies they've been putting out. I think that so. one was just Fast and Furious, though, right? Yes. That was just Fast and Furious. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, it's his career. I mean, he's and those are his words, sure, you know. Sure. So, you got to take you got to take uh, eyewitness accounts, you know, into a into account. So he said, "Okay, I no, I'm not entertaining this any longer." <laughs> Again, now you know how it feels. <laughs> well, no. I, <laughs> listen, my John Carpenter talk is on point. It's like I bring a lot to it. But we looked at the focus groups and no one gives a shit. Even John Carpenter wrote in. He's like, guys, you got to stop. I'm trying very Quit hard. Putting to... my name in your goddamn mouths. Um, yeah. And he basically yeah. Will Smith slapped us. <laughs> With a cease and desist. With a cease and desist. <laughs> which like, I know you, you got framed, which is you, nice. You don't get to talk to me like that, Johnny C. You know? How dare you? Why don't you stick to composing? Mm. You know what I mean? Is he a composer? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah he wrote like a lot of the music. For his uh, for his movies early on, okay. and you can like good for him. I mean, it's just a real like synth heavy. It's it's interesting that mm-hmm. he's cocaine fueled scoring. Yeah, I I could definitely he he d- doesn't seem amped up. I I would never like all of all the interviews I've seen of John Carpenter, he's not like oh going a mile in a minute. It's like mm-hmm. clearly that guy's on cocaine. He's a little bit more subdued gotcha. of a dude. Gotcha. 
You just don't care about John Carpenter. I'm really not going to entertain this the oh, same yeah. way that you're not going to entertain <laughs> the other side. Uh, so we're yeah. going to have to find something else. Yeah, you, well, for starters, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Billions. That's about that's where I'm at in my life. Yeah, and that's it's pretty good. The, the interesting thing about Billions is there's a lot more S and M in it in nine eleven than I would have ever have guessed. I know your feelings on nine eleven. What are your feelings <clears> on S and M? it's certainly not for me. It's well, yeah. The whole like pain is like that's just an aspect of it. Yeah, it's certainly. Is that it's, the, I think that's it's the not, masochism part. Yeah, that's the ma- yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. That might be the sadism. I don't. I don't know. Anyhow, it's certainly. It's not Jamie, for me. Let's look it up. I, the whole like being said, you know, told that you're a piece of shit. You're mm-hmm. you're, you're real scum, and then having yeah. be, be spanked. That's not. Yeah, I cannot understand mm. that world. Um, well, it's one of my favorite things is try to understand the sexual my sexual not my, yours, yeah, okay. not yours, but just the general where people would be coming from in this sexual, you know, yeah, activity that yeah. they're going for. And so I believe in billions, which I haven't seen. You haven't watched, but an element of it is that there are people in high power that are in control of a lot of things all sure. the time. It becomes a release to not be in control for a short period of time. It's it's only it's only. Um... Uh, Paul Giamatti's character, Chuck Rhodes, he's the only. Well, not one. everyone's. I'm not saying every yeah. Wall Street tycoon is. Well, Damian Lewis's. You know, uh, but it's a release. Bobby Axelrod. It's a release of pressure. Is not. He's not into S and M. He doesn't say as much. It's weird because his name, like Bobby Axelrod, makes you yeah. think that he's <laughs> yeah. highly sexual being. Uh, he is. Uh, you know, and we do see him fornicate a couple of times because of the implication. Yeah, yeah. but. Like, seriously, like the opening scene of the fucking show, first scene of the show is Paul Giamatti, like getting a cigarette put out on his chest and then the madam pissing on him to ease his pain. It was just like, this is a a hard intro. I'm like, that's like, okay, that's where we're jumping in. That's Mm -hmm. where you want to jump into the show. But I don't yuck on people's yums. You know, I'm not saying that people who are into S&M are bad people. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. It's not for me. I and, don't want to be tied up. And you get to have that. Yeah, yeah. right. I uh, remember, and I, I don't think I've told on the podcast before, because we, we, we rarely talk about S&M. Yeah, we rarely know, do. On the podcast. <laughs> or, or otherwise. You know. You know, hey, what's your favorite ball gag? That's not a conversation we have regularly. I'm a Geno's man all day long. I mean, uh, <laughs> Geno's <laughs> makes the best ball gags. Fantastic pizza on the side, mm-hmm. but also they're like underground Look, ball gags. If you gag. want calzones and collars, you go to Geno's, okay? <laughs> um, no, I'm, as a child. I go, okay, turn. As a child in the sex dungeon I was raised in. Um, no, the um, Metallica famously had a an album that they put out with this uh, San Francisco symphony and they called it S&M. And as a young metalhead Mm -hmm. growing up, I desperately wanted this album and had no idea what S&M was. And it was one of the many, looking back, one of the many uh, encounters I had with buying albums that my dad knew what (laughs) the inappropriate thing was, but I did not, and he had a problem with it, and I was like, why, why, why? Yeah, can you explain this to me? So I went to buy Metallica's S&M at Target, you know, and my dad's with me, and... He sees the albums called S&M, and I forget exactly how he asked the question, but he asked, like, basically, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's a Metallica album. It's called, I mean, it's called S&M. It's pretty good, you know? They've got a lot of good songs on this. You know, they're playing with the symphony, so it's, like, classy and stuff, you know? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, what? It's, it's symphony and Metallica. That's what it's for. 
didn't realize for, you know, yeah, couple, I mean, that probably was a couple months later, actually, before we found out what actually S&M was, and I was like, oh, sure. that's why. But I remember Blink-182's Enema of the State, not a huge fan of. He wasn't a huge fan of me buying of that, an album called Enema of the State, and yeah. then um, we didn't buy the album, but the uh, Orgy's uh, Candy Ass, you know, Orgy, mm, yeah. just being a band, right? him being like, uh, what are they called? I'm like, Orgy, having no idea yeah. what the hell an Orgy was, you know? Sure. So... A lot of uh, those little things. Ah, uh, youth. Yeah. Isn't it fun? Yeah, it is. But it's almost because they have a stark reaction to it that you're like, Hold on. This, what is is this Symphony of Metallica. That's why this is called s and What is this double entendre yeah. that I don't have quite you, understand? Have you had things like that? Not that I really care about your um, children's stories no, and stuff. No, not really. You no. haven't had a thing where your kids are like, hey, look at this uh, uh, No, no. giant straw, which is actually a dildo. I no, no, I don't I can't recall that. I remember one time as a child though, mm. there was a uh, there was a hair uh, cutting place. A barber? It was, it's more salon. Okay. Called the hair house. Okay. And I was with my father and I'm like, hair house is more like the horror house. And I didn't quite get that second R in there. Mm-hmm. And he thought I said whorehouse. And he's like, don't say that. Shut your mouth. And I'm like, what the hell was that? I mean. Did he raise a hand like no, he was going to hit know. you? No, But it was like, it's just, it'd be funny if it was like a barbershop salon that like was like scary. Or did you not want me to talk about horror? I don't understand. Mm. It took me. A, Years. A, probably a solid year before yeah. I'm like, he thought I said the horror house. How dare you? The S, and this is from Shitty Jamie, thank you for your research. The S in the stylized S&M on the album cover is a backwards treble clef. Yes, that's correct. It's classy. And uh, um, the M is taken from Metallica's I, logo. I didn't know if you would know that or not. I, I did not recall, but yes, that would make sense. Because it's classy. It's a symphony. It's, yeah. Shun, 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 I don't think shun, I ever shun, heard that one. But. Oh, it's it's good. Uh, they I, maybe a, I have, and I just let it. They had a hit off of it, and then they did a bunch of their old. It was a lot of covers, right? Most of it was covers. Well, their their own original songs that they. Oh, did. I mean, yes. Well, it was Cliff Burton's <laughs> idea, so I think it was some of a tribute. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. fantastic. I mean, uh, I forget the exact name of the song, but it was like, and it comes to me like a shooting light at the end of your tunnel. Yeah. Like nope. a freight train coming your way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good James Hetfield, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty solid. Um Yeah. yeah. I guarantee I, if I, we I probably, played it. I mean, Here listen, we can play I probably, 15 seconds. I probably heard when I would fall asleep to mandatory Metallica. Oh. Mandatory Metallica is also another thing we gotta add to the list. I we just I, it's a dangerous road. It's bad. It's a, I always us. I hated it. it made, you it, hate it. It really turned I me off Metallica. of Metallica. That's all. And th- that's fine. It, you know, I can be I, I, it's a weak spot for me. Okay. It's not. It's not Metallica's fault that they got overplayed, and then Lars Ulrich no. talks like a moron. But well, an entitled moron. How about that? He was right. Mm. See, you can be you can be yeah. an asshole and right at the same time. Yeah. I think that's what people don't understand is that when you're an asshole, it means you're wrong, and it's like, well, there's so, a better way to go about so it when, for sure. But so when South Park made fun of it. And made fun of him. Were they wrong? No, South Park's never wrong. Okay, I'm just making sure. South Park is South Park, which is their own thing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, in the as it played out, absolutely, it killed in that episode that you're referencing. Yeah, was very much in the midst of everything. Yeah. So I mean, that was way before 2000. I would say 2010 is when it officially you think, was you think killed. Trey and Matt would take it back if they could. 
No. But they are they are musicians as well. So talk about composing a lot of yeah. their own music and stuff. So I do think they would look back and be like, well, yeah, he sounded like a whiny rich rock star. Yeah. You know, but he was right as well. And then he can be both. And I know that you can be both argument. It's sure. very difficult in this world. Yeah, I get that. That's fine. Um, I don't know. So the um, a, a similar situation happened not recently, but um, with uh, there was an old Jay Z interview amongst this all Cat Williams stuff coming out. I don't want to. Okay. We don't want to keep bringing it up. Okay. Okay. All it's right. just that's you get this why, one. That's why this came up. All right. Okay. It was an old interview of Jay Z and I. Uh, I forget who else, but Jay Z's talking about how, like a cousin of his wanted like forty eight hundred dollars for a play that he wanted to put on, and Jay Z okay. was complaining about like how every time he goes home, he can't just go home. It's just it's like someone yeah. asking for money and yeah. stuff like that. I, I'm, I I understand that. You you understand <clears throat> that? I understand you specifically. Not me specifically, but I understand that. Gotcha. Watching billions, they also address that as well. Yeah. You know, so what, the pushback on that yeah. is that Jay Z is a billionaire like two or three times over. And this cousin of his was asking for $4,800 to make a, a play. Yeah. Okay. And then the, the counterpoint that they made in the video, which is a, a very, um, I think, legitimate counterpoint, yeah. is that Ludacris, when he wore a dress Luda. and, you know, said he was going to play ball. Luda didn't wear a dress. It's a joke. Don't worry, Nathan. Okay. Okay. But he brought people along. He, he went to his friends and family and said, yeah. what do you, what, what's your passion? And so in the video, and I'm taking it by the video's word, sure. you know, his one buddy wanted to be a barber, so he put him through barber school, and now he's his personal barber. The other guy wanted to be a lawyer, so he put yeah. him through law school, and now he's his lawyer, right? And I'm like, in the entertainment world, to create your own crew, basically, sure. is yeah. way more power, way more beneficial, and uh, I think leads to longevity, more so than kind of sexing, sexing yourself off. Now, if his... Jay Z's cousin, who wanted forty eight hundred dollars, was also a known like you know drug addict, and sure. you know always had some crazy harebrained scheme. That was not established. But if that's the case, then of course, yeah, you don't give forty eight hundred dollars to you know some crazy person. So who like what was the origin of said blast? Was it the cousin saying, "I can't believe my, my I, was, I can't believe Jay Z wouldn't give me forty eight hundred dollars"? No, like, no, 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 no. Jay Z offered this information up freely. And okay, I guess who he was talking to because it was another person that was agreeing with him that like it was Kevin Hart's was, uh, TV show. Yeah, was it Kevin Hart? And yeah, so Kevin Hart and Jay Z are sitting there talking about. Sure. How they can't, they don't like going home because everyone's always asking for money. Yeah. Which, again, both things can be true where it's, yes, it can be annoying, but also you can, maybe if they're valuable people and they can actually give value to you, it's probably worth doing. Sure. The reason I bring this up Kay. is because I think of one shining example of that, although, you know, he's got a wide gambit of uh, movies and different levels of success with them, Kay. but is Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, who my uh, my niece and nephew recently spent the night over here, okay. and they were watching what Lilo is that the new is that the animated oh, that's movie? The, yeah, Leo, yeah. Leo, Leo. Yeah. Leo. And this is why Jamie, yeah. shitty Jamie here. He's Thank it. you so much, buddy. Yeah, you're yeah. just you're he's, just he's killing on top it. of it. You're just killing it, man. Yeah. Um, I, like Rob Schneider, like Rob Schneider's like ninety percent of Rob Schneider's career is is, Adam, is Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, of course. And, and it's almost like a protective thing in the entertainment industry to have, like, Adam Sandler would go to bat for Rob Schneider and die on that hill, then sure. give somebody else a chance. 
you know, the, yeah. to like break in or go with somebody else like, oh, Rob Schneider's kind of got like a little, I don't know, stink on him right now. So we're, we're going to sit you out here. He yeah, just goes it? right to the bat every time. It's uh, admirable. Yeah, is what he I'm was uh, he, he was doing stand up with him, too. Like uh, they did that. I was listening tour. to that on the fly on the wall. I don't remember who they were talking about. Norm. Or, 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 it was talking Norm. with. No, they were talking with somebody. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, well, it was Norm Macdonald's on the tour. They no, weren't it was, talking. No, it was, it was uh, Brian. Uh, not Brian. What's his, what's the guy who does the Biden is a Roomba bit? Um, what's that guy's name? Shane Gillis. Oh. Shane Gillis, and he was talking about how he like met up with Adam Sandler, like in Atlanta, and and Schneider was there and everything. Well, even uh, his. Uh, the guys that did Grandma Boy, the, yeah. the, the actors that, yeah, that weren't guy. really in anything. Exactly. Those yeah. secondary yeah. dudes yeah. that we don't even yeah. know. He was the caddy. The, the caddy in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah and his wife, and even now his kids are starting to get acting roles. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know how I feel about nepotism, but even like the groundwork has been laid where he clearly has loyal people that, I mean, Rob Schneider would and possibly has buried bodies for Adam Sandler, allegedly. Oh, sure. Know? Sure. I believe that. because. Yeah. He's got so much to, you know. You think Adam Sandler gets tired of people asking him for five grand to put on a play? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think I, so. I'm just curious. I, I don't know. because I, no, I, I think I, I, and I don't know him personally, so you know, I don't like to speculate on people that I don't know personally. Yeah. But it seems like his track record, like Nick Swartzen, another great example of a sure. guy. It's like he's literally been almost in every single one of, right? You know, his movies from like 1990. Eight on or something in some <laughs> yeah. way, shape, or form. Since Grandma's boy, which he had a prominent <laughs> Probably. role. And like they they did a lot to make Nick Swartzen yeah. a, a bigger personality or star than he, he, than he is. Than he really is. Yeah, I don't know. But it's 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 an interesting approach because we all know Hollywood. Okay, holy weird. We all know it. All three of us. We've been we in know and out that of the ringer, and. <laughs> You know how you have to keep it compartmentalized. You know you have to keep your your right. your group. You know, and I don't like giving Marky Mark a lot of credit, but that Ugh. guy keeps a tight group as well. Oh, does know? he? Just him and his brothers. Yeah, him and all the Wahlburgers out there. All those Wahlburgers. I mean, yeah. Wahlburgers are entourage too. Exactly. Good call. Ugh. Good call. God, entourage. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. Uh. Yeah, I, I wonder if Jay Z, if it's more of, because he's closing. I don't I don't want to play the game show right now, but I feel like he's worth a little bit more. I think he's been able to than Ludacris. Yes. No, uh, no, than Sandler. I think I want to say that he's been able to Adam Sandler. I don't believe is a billionaire. No, I think, but I want to say Jay Z is. Jay Z is. Uh, I only know because they, it's, he's like a, a billionaire twice. Over. Yeah, so I think he's. What? Five times? Five times over? 2.5. 2.5. Yeah. yeah so, so, I mean, I would have won. I wonder if that's maybe a little bit more of that mindset as well once you get into that. I think it's more of an ivory tower. I think it's it's what happens when you when you close yourself off. Yeah. You know, from, from Jay Z got his start by selling drugs, correct? Should Rocks. He- Right, he, he sold crack. Yes, yes, he sold cracks so that he could he could fund the rapping and yeah. no doubt built an empire. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but Jay Z starting off, Jay Z in two thousand ten selling selling rocks, he's not building an empire by twenty fifteen twenty twenty five. Yeah, because of the sorry. recession. Yeah, yeah, housing market. You know? <laughs> housing market. When people can't buy houses, they're not buying rocks or en- enough rocks to set you up to be a billionaire. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So again, very, you know. 
fortunate to be in the time that he was to be able to make the yeah. financial moves that he was able to do. H to the Izzo. Yeah. He also, when was the last time, Shitty Jamie will know, when, when was the last time Jay-Z put out a song that was good? A banger? A banger. I don't know. I'm asking a legit. I'm no. asking uh, a legit probably question. his last hit was Empire State of Mind. Yeah, I would say. Was that 2009? He's had successful albums since then. But 2011, probably. I w- would say there hasn't been like a banger song. Like since a bump, then. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah. Uh, well, I, he did a song with Justin Timberlake. Uh, oh yeah. That was no. decently successful. I'm not a huge Hova guy, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah, liked a lot of his old stuff. The Kanye stuff, I I always enjoyed. You ever listen to that Danger Mass album, the black mm-hmm. and white album? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and as far as flow goes, I you know, and this is three white guys talking about flow, so this is pretty. good. <laughs> so you know that this, this is we this got is it good. down. We know what's going on. Um, we know what the word flow means. Yeah. in this context, I've always enjoyed his flow. I mean, he's no uh, he's no Andre three thousand, you know, but or Fifty Cent, quite frankly. Quite frankly. <laughs> No, I disagree with that. <laughs> He's no Rob Van Winkle, I'll tell you that. Who's Rob Van Winkle? Isn't that Vanilla Ice? That's Vanilla Ice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Rob Van Winkle. A1A. Detroit? I don't know. Emmy? I don't know if there's any Detroit. Well, there might be a Detroit in Florida. But anyway, it's a, that led me down. Sure. The, uh, you know, just putting on Adam Sandler movies to pass time, you know, while doing work. Uh, category. So you and watched the Ridiculous Six or whatever it was? God, no. No. Okay. Even I have my limits. Yeah. No. Growing Ups too. No. No. Kay. God, no. No. Uh, I put on The Water Boy. Murder Mystery? <laughs> I put on The Water Boy. Oh, so. That's, that's all. Uh, Grandma's Boy. I put on, Grandma's I put on boy. both the boy movies. So Grandma's Boy and Water Boy. So nothing currently. Uh, no. I mean, Uncut Gems? Oh, I saw that in theaters. We yeah. did go see that in theaters. But again, I, I was telling uh, Shitty Jamie over here the other day. It's like, I appreciate the swings that he takes he like he does he literally yeah. within his own production company he does one for them and one for him like right what was it it was it hustle was that the yeah yep. yeah his did next, you watch that his no n- his next movie is spaceman which is a drama about uh an astronaut oh uh, that sounded vaguely familiar i think i saw something. there was a yeah there was just like a direct- promo picture of him like in a spacesuit. i was like oh all right an astronaut adrift in the cosmos yeah sure I like a good space movie. And I'll give Adam Sandler... And that's Sandler why Ghost of Mars is really disappointing. <laughs> God damn it. I know. What? It's so frustrating. There were vampires in it. There's vampires and Ghosts of Mars. They weren't... Uh, they weren't... They were kind of vampire-esque. Were they inhabiting Mars? Uh, yeah, they were like former miners of Mars that uh, when they were dug too deep, they unleashed some kind of evil spirit that took over <laughs> their bodies. Mm. Actual plot of the goddamn movie. It's so bad. Well... It it could sound like a much better elevator pitch, for sure. And there was a hot air balloon. On Mars? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who the gal was in that. I think she might have been whoever was in Species, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that model turned actress, mm-hmm. turned sex icon. I don't think she ever was truly an actress, but yeah. She was a model would turned you, sex would, icon. D- did you have an opinion on Species? I mean, we only watched it because she got naked. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like a lot. Like, you watched it a lot? No, just she got naked a lot. Yeah. 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 You got to put butts in the seats. Right. And I the best w- way to put butts in the seats is to put boobs on the screen. I remember watching that. I'm like, wait, I got to go. What I, the fuck is Gandhi doing in this movie? Hold on. How did. Butts in the seats, put boobs on the tube. That's. 
That's got to be right. Sure. Um, no. That's the worst bumper sticker slogan I've ever heard of. Mm. I'm just trying to think of really good producer sayings where they like yeah. smoke a cigar and they just come in and be like, if you want butts in the seats, you put boobs in the tube. Now get to it. And they just walk away. Oh. I don't, after further reflection, I don't think you understand how Hollywood works. Mm-hmm. I think I know what people <laughs> want. Boobs. Cole, do you want boobs? Always. Yeah. I read an article like Rolling See, Stones, like a top 150 sci-fi fil- films the other day. And I'm like, why? while you're at work? And- uh, I don't remember. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, I was like, why is Species on this list? You know what else was on that list? Fucking The Last Starfighter. It was, uh, that was on the list as well. Uh, but yeah, just the, the idea that Species made it in the top 150 best sci-fi films I thought was kind of ridiculous. What number was it? I don't remember. It was like was one, it? 110. Yeah. Outside Last Starfighter t- was like 147, by the way. Number 150 was Tank Girl. True. Yeah. You see that as one of the best 150 sci-fi films. You know, sci-fi movies for me are, are down the list of things that I, you know, want to. Yes, Cole, you got a question? Cool. Uh, you just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Just stretching. Just stretching. Oh, okay. And that's fine. I'll call on you. Tank Girl was a, a a fine little movie. It's fine. And it's Bill Clinton's favorite movie. Well, let's not bring up Bill Clinton because there's a lot of. That was an old. That was an a old, lot of Epstein uh, stuff going on. That was an old. Billy uh, Boy. Uh, what's his name? Who did uh, allegedly? Phil Hart, not Phil Hartman. Who's the? Uh, who did Bill Clinton on SNL after Phil Hartman? Now uh, what's his name? He was on Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Yeah, Daryl. Hey, remember when Bill Clinton would do film reviews? Vaguely. Yeah, usually they were about like somebody's wife getting murdered, mm-hmm. and he's like, "It was great." <laughs> yeah, I give it two thumbs it. up, and yeah. then Norm Macdonald is like, "Man, that's even better than what you ranked Tank Girl." It's like, oh, "I love Tank Girl." Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Tank Girl was uh, that was a movie that would play on the Mister Movies rental movie <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah, really? they would put that movie on, or it would be. Like, there'd be previews for it in a bunch of movies or some shit like that. Oh, they pushed it pretty hard. Yeah. That and Johnny Mnemonic at the same time. They really did, yeah. They really wanted us to get into cyberpunk. And I'm like, I'm already there, man. I'm (laughs) already there. (laughs) I'm working at Mr. Movies. I'm already deep into the cyberpunk here. You didn't do it right. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's just because they really wanted Ice-T to have an acting career. Because he was in both. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he was in both. Hmm. He played like a kangaroo guy in Tank Girl. No? Did he wear a dress? No, uh, no he's dressed up as like weird anthropomorphic. Okay. Uh, kangaroo guy. And he's like, how much are you paying me? A million bucks? Yeah, I'm fucking there. Is that is that it? He's willing to play ball by dressing up like a kangaroo? He's not nearly as successful as Kevin Hart, I'll tell you that. Uh, 27 episodes of... Uh, do you want to go to the game? No. 27 episodes of SVU I'll, says otherwise, but... Let's go to the game. <laughs> no. I No. I, and I was never a big... Uh, Ice-T music, was that for you at all? No. Ice-T's music was... Ice Cube was your deal? No. I... No. Gangster, gangster rap wasn't something you delved no. too deep into. Cop killer? No. no. When all the white children at the school wanted to be black i was i was i was like i what's what's happening here why is yeah like i appreciate we it. lived through jinkos and massimo yeah. so you know there was a little bit of sea change going on right. within 1995 
I remember thinking it was dumb when a handful of kids decided it was crisscross day and wear their pants backwards. And I'm like, you guys. Yeah. I mean, crisscross makes you want to jump. Jump. I get that. I get that. How old are you again? I'm 40. <laughs> I was a child. I was uh, probably This was a clear distinction. Nine. Now, Cole, this, is, this might be an overlap, though, because you're just slightly younger enough. Than to, but we saw the transformation of the white children trying to mimic black culture. Like, I at least did. I, it, I don't know in Afton, Iowa, if you had the same level of it. But, like, it was the one kid that got Snoop Dogg's doggy, and, style. doggy style album. And I remember it, it was on a, 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 a disc man, and he right. had it. And it was almost like it permeated like a... Because it's a really good fucking album, It is, man. it is. It's a but really the, good album. It's it's fine, but then all of a sudden, everyone started having a little bit like they would talk differently, yeah. And then their clothes would change, and you're just like, I I knew you in fifth grade, and then you in sixth grade are a completely different person. What the hell is going on? And again, much like S and M, sure, I didn't understand it till <laughs> later on in life. I'm like, oh, that's what they're trying to be cool. Yeah. Oh, that's no, there a was thing. just there was just one kid who would say I eat, and I'm like, yeah. Nope. Yep. Do you and ever he, had kids with cornrows in no, school? White kids with cornrows? Not. Absolutely not. Nope. There, I remember sure. distinctly the one kid. I won't say his name. It might start with a J. Yeah. Okay. It's not this Jamie, but it might be another Jamie. But he had cornrows. Okay. He came into school with cornrows, and we're like, and he was the cool kid. So like the cool. And kid, he was the cool kid. Cool kid comes in with like he was the one that was leading the hardest in Ooh. to. The urban Oof. culture, we'll yeah. say. I'm trying to think of the best ways to yeah. say this. And he came in with cornrows, and and, and socially no, speaking, and, we had no ground. To and nobody like, balked and say, nah, the nah. teachers couldn't. Oh, and we're like, hey, no, really, no, oh. nope, 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 nope. Mom, can I get cornrows? And they're like, absolutely not. Yeah, you know, no. Well, I never that's asked weird. if I could I've I had cornrows for exactly like two days once. And that was go on. Uh, oh yeah, no yeah. It was just like somebody's like, because I had my long hair. It was freshman year of college, or maybe no, sophomore. They're like, hey, you want to post nine eleven then? Yeah, post nine eleven. Okay, you uh, had cornrows yeah. post nine eleven for like two days. Okay, yeah, I had my big picked out okay. afro, and then somebody's like, hey, one of my friends like, can I give you cornrows? And I'm like, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. And so they put it in, and then like two days later, I shaved it all off for. A role in a play, so it's like, hmm. yeah, it was a really. Did you undo the cornrows before you shaved them all off? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, hmm. gotcha. And they weren't really super duper tight, so they got pretty fuzzy real quick. Yeah. So that was like, I'm like, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, this isn't for me. Now this might be a question for shitty. I mean, I'll, I've also had my fair share of French braids. So. Yeah, but we're white. Yeah. So that makes sense. This might be a question for shitty Jamie. Have in the way that mullets have like kind of made a unironic, ironic comeback, yeah, have cornrows ever left the spectrum or been treated the same way that mullets have been? Because yeah, you're really in tune with the urban culture, right? Am- amongst white people, or <laughs> we we can start with white people and then we can expand. Because I don't know if they, I don't know if the white cornrows were ever fully embraced or accepted outside of like 2002. Tell that, yeah, I was going to say, like, tell that I, to Jared Leto in Safe Room. Yes. That's an actor's <laughs> choice, though. 
I know Bieber had them for a little while. I know JT had them for a little while. Yes. Uh, you know, Bieber had cornrows? It's I basically JT. it's basically the white guys wearing dresses. Like it's pretty much the same thing. You got to see if you can play ball. You know? I don't th- I don't think that's an exact correlation, but I'm pretty sure it is. The hip hop community's like, "You know what? But have, I'll accept you as have, one of my own white boy if you I don't think that's ever been the case. I don't, <laughs> you don't know. Think that's... I don't know if Black as, culture has ever accepted a white person with cornrows. As far as I know, it's never left black culture. Like, okay. Ludacris has them again after, and, year, after years and years of not having them. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was pretty picked out, all natural for there for a while. And then also, like, shaved down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just wondered if Most of the through... Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. Besides two. Besides two. He had cornrows? <laughs> he had cornrows in two. Yeah. And, oh. a, and a big ass afro for majority for the opening scene. Family, this, is this button's never gonna get old, ever. <laughs> Every time Fast and Furious is a great thing brought up. I was just wondering if yeah. cornrows went through the same kind of, uh, you know, mm. progression. Not necessarily with like the peaks and valleys that the mullets had. I because the so. mullet is back. I don't. As, I don't think the mullet ever went away. I think it did. It did. It, it did. did go away. And it was very much. I remember making fun of people with mullets, being a mullet hunter. Correct. That was that like, was, a, that whole was thing. a thing. But I'm talking about the resurgence, though, of the mullet. Now it's full on. The, this Kentucky is not waterfall I, is back. This is not ironic mullets. They're they're not like oh hey look at me. This yeah. is like legitimate. I'm wearing a mullet. I think it started as ir- being ironic. Same thing it's, with mustaches as well. Like you can wear a mustache. Sure. Now. Like before, it was like I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna have a mustache. Yeah. And it's gonna be ironic, and now, see, I think these have entered the level of legitimacy where they're not like gonna pe- ever go away. People are going to we- people wear a mustache now and mean it, and that's fine. I- I'll accept that. Now, if you want to be truly ironic right now, you gotta grow a goatee. That's it. But see, I, I mean, you, you name me one dude that you've seen with a goatee, and you're not like, I bet that guy's a piece of shit. So well, the first thing that came up for on Wikipedia about mullets was that it was a Native American trend. I so, well, white people steal from other cultures all the time. This goes back to my original argument. Okay. Okay. And then Tom Jones is the next. In the 60s, <laughs> Tom is Jones. the next. Tom Jones is the next reference <laughs> point. Okay. Makes perfect sense to me. No, Kentucky waterfall, baby. Yeah. All business, business in front, front, party in back. High and That's tight. what I, every Native American I've ever met <laughs> has been that way. <laughs> Uh, what about a rat tail? Where, did you ever have a rat tail? I want. I remember asking my parents if I could have, have a, a rat, rat tail. tail. Remember, I grew up in Florida for a little bit, yeah. so those were you know there were those, natural to the area. There was a handful of rat tails in my school. I desperately, yeah. I do remember asking my parents if I could grow a rat yeah. tail because one of the kids in school had a rat tail, and it was a, <laughs> it was a hard no. You yeah, know? yeah. But I feel even like those have come back. I wonder if like the sense of irony with. With rat tails? With people. I don't know has if just like gone away. Have we just lost all shame and culture? I guess where I've we seen... don't understand like ironic choices versus just like legitimate. I've seen like... a dude with a rat tail lately, I guess. I'm trying to remember. Some and he's like an old balding guy. Yeah. With gray hair and a really long rat tail. It's mm-hmm. really bad. But my good friend, uh, who's not here with us right now, rest in peace in your house, because that's where he's at. He's um, dead. No, he's he's alive. Uh, no, he's like he was like uh, we we're talking about rat tails and mullets and stuff, and he was like, "Mom, Dad, I really want to have a I really want to have a rat tail. I really do." And right. they're like, "No, no, 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 no. 
how about this? It's kind of like a rat tail. And then like gave him a very glorious mullet. And he was just like, <laughs> it was just, well, he's from like Northern Wisconsin. So it's like, but I've heard stories of people giving their children a mullet, like when their children can't, yeah. you know, defend themselves sure. at all, you know? So they just give them a mullet and yeah. then there's just like a year that where they have a mullet and it's ha ha funny, funny. You gave your kid a mullet. Yeah, right. So there's a joke. No, this was like, these mullets I'm seeing out in the earnest. wild now. Oh no. Like today's mullets. They're real. I don't know if they're ever going away. I'm wondering if they're... Uh, trends come and go. Next but, thing you know, people are going to be doing frosted tips again. Don't worry. Just bide your time, Cole. It's fine. You're going to be able to bring your frosted tips back soon I'm enough. <laughs> See, I don't... Did you have frosted tips? I feel like you did, no. didn't you? No. Maybe I've just seen you with product in your Frost hair. what? Frosted Frost. tips. Your tips to your... Yeah, Puka shell necklace? Hair? Yeah. Puka shell necklace. You got one of those? Never no. did that either. No. no. I went from rap phase to emo phase pretty... Oh. You went from rap to emo? Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, wow. Okay. What was it when you found out what emotions were? Wow. It was when I found out that I... The same thing you guys have been talking about, where I'm a white person from Dyersville, Iowa. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you're just trying to assimilate with... And then I went to a, a completely other drastic scene, for sure. But right. Yeah. I remember as a child being very into rock and roll when the new rock station... I got it really into alternative music because there was a new alternative rock station. And it was like at the height of like uh, 311 and like when they were hitting their There stride. was a new metal kind of yeah. transition between and the then, and then And then eighth grade, there was a new rock station. Mm-hmm. And then I was like really into rock. And then uh, Southern Hus- not a Southern Hospitality, what was Nelly's album? Uh, Country Grammar. Country Grammar came out. And I'm like, this is dumb. I don't like this. Why is this so popular? I don't get this. I, this does not click with me. The man's got even bars. Though, even though, like, huge Snoop Dogg fan, Ice Cube fan. If you but, had your dread rolls in at that time point, yeah. you probably would have. I don't, it was like, I, I didn't understand, you know, Southern, uh, what's the, you know, Atlanta-based sound. Are, you, are we talking Nelly? Nelly's from Lu- St. Louis. Yeah. yeah, but he's still more Southern. Southern rock, There's the yeah. St. Lunatics. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's Midwest, buddy. That was outcast and ludicrous kind of transitioned people into not just being New York and California rap. And yeah. Then Again, that's, they bridge what, the gap. What's yeah. I mean, what's the Southern? The southern rap, yeah. Southern. I thought there was some other like fun phrase for that. So anyway, so Ghosts of Mars, it like takes place like no, 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 out no, of no, order. No, 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 oh. no, no. I will, oh, you don't I will start come... peppering in the soundboard here, buddy, okay? Okay. Oh, okay no, it's just fine. relax. I won't. Okay. I'll have a reason to bring up Ghosts of Mars the next time I bring it up. Okay. No. Dirty South is the other. Dirty South. Thank you. Yeah, because the dirty bird. Hey, like Birdman. Fuck it. I love Bird. Love no. Birdman. <laughs> Come on. I believe Birdman isn't that from Oakland. Birdman's not from Oakland, is he? Birdman's from New Orleans. Now. Gotcha. Okay. I, I believe. This I, is the work of a lunatic. Okay. Yeah, Birdman. So. I'm trying to remember, the, like, and there's a really awesome Birdman song, and I can't remember what it was. God, this is a good story. No, it's like horrible. It's been haunting me for years. <laughs> I'm like, man, I really love that Birdman that song. Good luck, shithead. Come on. <laughs> Cash Money Records out of New Orleans, yes. New Orleans. New Orleans. You say it right. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been to New Orleans? Uh, I went there once as a 15-year-old boy. Did you cause Katrina? I didn't. Hmm. It was a it was a weird family trip with just myself and my sister, my mom and dad. So it was only two kids out of 
uh, out of my six children in the family, mm-hmm. it was just the two of us. And we went over Christmas break. And it was a very weird kind of, you know. You spent Christmas in New Orleans? No, we, like we left the day after Christmas and drove down to New Orleans. What did you get for Christmas that year? I have no idea. You don't remember the Christmas gift you got I before absol- you left for New Orleans? Absolutely not. Nope, wow. I don't. Nope, nope. Yeah, we drove down. Wow. Yeah, went down to Louisiana. Uh, and when we were there, my dad's just like, hey, it's only like a day trip to like Pensacola. Let's just That's dr- what she said. Let's just drive to Pensacola. That's what all the whores say. Yeah. It's only a day trip to Pensacola. Just a day trip. Just like, hey, we can just drive. Stopped at the USS Alabama in Mobile, Alabama. Do you know why they call it the Panhandle? Uh, because it has like a piece of jutting out of it that nope. looks like a handle of a pan. Because of all the hand jobs. Nope. Because there's all. I mean, is the cold ha- look like is the panhandle? Is there a lot of hand jobs happening in the panhandle of Oklahoma? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Do you think substantially more hand jobs? I mean, less than the major panhandle of Florida. You know, but yeah. if you don't, you, Pensacola is old hand job central. Okay, it's the hand job capital of the world. I'm pretty sure that's in the Wikipedia page. It's not. It's it w- not. It's not. It's both definite defined as a narrow strip of territory projecting from the main territory of one state or into the other, or projecting, begging on the street. She went back to the streets panhandling. to panhandle That's for panhandling. money. That's what she said. And also hand jobs. That's <laughs> the important part. You're supposed to sneak that in <laughs> at the end. Hand jobs. Hand jobs. Uh, you sure about that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you don't think there's hand jobs and prostitution happening yeah. in Pensacola, Florida, you've never truly been to Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, just uh, us as a family wandering around Bourbon Street, which was kind of weird. It was mm-hmm. just like, did you see any titties? Ah, uh, no, no breasts. Sorry, because we didn't. We really didn't like go out like at night. Mm-hmm. That wasn't. I uh, boobs. I think happen all all the time. It, it also, it was you know December into January. So. Well, I mean, not Christmas exactly, boobs. Not exactly flashing there's weather. New New Year's boobs. My dad just having a random conversation with a dude on the street about housing prices and (laughs) (laughs) what are the interest rates down here? (laughs) He's like, "Hey, oh, you live here? Yeah." The guy's just standing out having a cigarette. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah." Is it expensive to live around here? He's like, "Yeah, it's not too bad." (laughs) It's like we're below sea level, so you know, at any point in time, this could call. He's like, "Actually, I work in the suburbs and I live in the city, so like driving out, driving, commuting to work's great Mm because it's." It's always, you know, going the I'm going the opposite way. It's like So right? he asked a homeless person where he worked? Oh uh, no. Yeah, no, he was just sitting on the stoop of his okay. of his um, apartment, just having a cigarette. Gonna, and he didn't look like a panhandler. I was gonna ask, what was he smoking? <laughs> no, he's just having a cigarette. Mm-hmm. He was hanging out, you know. It's like oh, yeah, what he Dad, why are you talking to this guy? It's really super weird. What's that? Hand jobs? Are you looking up the etymology of panhandle hand jobs? Oh, Pensacola, like Florida? Ranch hand jobs. I don't know why that made me laugh. Yep, ranch. <laughs> yep. Employment in Florida. I mean, it's like at least 30% of the economy. It's a lot of buttermilk, guys. Farm hand jobs. <laughs> well, have I told you about the uh, when we were touring on the road? Not you and I, my wife and I. Um, yeah, I don't think we've really toured. No, we haven't. Not, I mean, we've gone. Not till yet. Hey, guys, in September, you know, be sure to go buy your <laughs> tickets. Nathan, Cole, and I are going to be bringing this show on the road. We're going to be coming to an Elks Lodge near you. And uh, Beloit, Wisconsin, let's just say look out. Yeah. Um, Beautiful land, right? Is that what it is? Out, yeah. Handsome, handsome land, ground. Handsome, handsome ground, ground. Which is uh, what I'm going to be calling my feces from now on. <laughs> 
No. Oh, I'll uh, call him Beloit. Take a nice Beloit <laughs> in the morning. It's a strong <laughs> Beloit. <laughs> but if you do it on the ground, then, I mean, you're going to have a really fertile garden. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. Absolutely. So you were touring. We were touring, and we were in uh, the great state of Florida, you know. I, I Flo Rida. Flo Rida, exactly. I got to love my... You, you want to talk about somebody with flow. It's, it's right in the, in the name. It's in the name. It's right there. It's in the it's, name, guys. If you put it there, it's got to be right. But we um, we were we were couch surfing, so we were yes. uh, staying in places yeah. Airbnb style. But you don't pay, you barter, basically. Yeah. Which led into our hand jobs. Almost, almost. <laughs> no, we went to a um, a what do they call it? A co-op. Uh, okay. Like we didn't know it was a co-op from. Co-op. <laughs> but like we got, we pulled in. It was like a fortress. And we we were just like okay, there's this giant gate and everything like that that we have to like go through. Okay, and we it's it's rural Florida, which is much scarier than urban dense Florida. Yeah, oh yeah, you know. And like we pulled in hoping that this was the right address that we were taken to on our, our phone, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting because it was a complete like. I would say strict hippie co-op is what it would be called. Strict. It was a strict. We're all hippie, about free love and but do strong your fucking ad- job. Strong adherence to the rules. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's all about free love and you know everything with that and you know like everyone makes their own food. But but you do your fucking job. Is what got it was. the strictest HOA policies. It was so weird because we were there for three days or something like that. Yeah. And like because we were Airbnb being, we weren't or like uh, couch surfing. Yeah, we weren't subject to the same strict rules of Kay. the other people, and so like we'd be sitting like dinner would be one of those things where just like everybody cooks, everyone cooks, everyone cooks. You don't have to though because you're you're Your doing guests. you're doing the guest thing, and you're like, uh, okay. well, we'll bring something. You know, like nah, we yeah. don't want to. Got a bag part. of marshmallows in the car. Like waking up in the morning was you wake up. At nine, whatever the time, seven thirty or whatever okay. it was, and we're like, in, in like they would go through and like knock on the door, knock on the doors for other people that not okay. for us, not for us. So we just like saw it like yeah. happening, and it made us incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a weird non welcoming situation. And for it was sure. it was almost an education farm, but not because it was just kind of like a like these people just wanted to show up and yeah. live there for X amount of time. Yeah. But it was it was the weirdest dichotomy of like incredibly strict over here. You, you will like dinner's at seven, okay? Yeah. Get it over here now, and then we're like, well, we we got a show, you know, we're probably just gonna dip out. And like, oh, that's fine. All right, cool. Bye. Ugh. See you guys. You know. So we just ended up being like, we're gonna sleep here, and then we're gonna just go spend time in Tallahassee and like try to avoid this awkwardness as yeah. much as possible. Oh yeah. Because there's a little bit of guilt, but also sure. You know, we didn't see anything, but you, I'm sure you, there was some Tallahassee hand jobs going on. You don't want to be part of the loafing. You don't want to loaf. No. Yeah. And my hand job skills at that time were not nearly as good I as they are now. Really ironed that out, huh? Yeah. So as someone who's seen a commune in like in action, mm-hmm. did you like lose some of your desire to be a part of a commune? Never had a desire. And that's another element of it was I wondered how cultish yeah. This was in retrospect, you okay. know, looking back on it and like, because like we weren't clearly part of the cult where there were right. fires and stuff that happened at the, at the, you know, at nighttime where sure. we could all communally get along and like hang, hang out, out and shit like that. I'm just wondering how many of these Because there's people, no TV, I'm guessing. No TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, none. Yeah. There was Wi-Fi, but there was no TV. No TV. Yeah. So I wonder if we stayed at a cult. I, we might have stayed at a cult. Okay. Because yeah. there was definitely a leader. 
Oh. There was definitely, like, the two people in charge. Yeah. You know? It was a husband and wife, and they were in charge. And they yeah. were the ones that told... It wasn't, like, a group of people. Ugh. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. Looking, so you've never had a desire to be a... a looking like a member now, of the it might have been more of a... I should say cult, not yeah. co-op. Yeah. You've never wanted to be a part of a commune? No. No? I feel I've gotten close enough, and I'm like, this isn't for oh, me. Oh, yeah? Oh, like, you and your band days kind of thing, or what? Yeah. Well, and... Yeah, to an when, extent. Like, when you're just a bunch of dudes living in the same house? There's that. I mean, we've been on. We've stayed at an educational farm, which I've told about yeah. on the podcast, where, yeah. like, they wouldn't let us stay unless we brought a dessert for dinner, and it was yeah. like, okay, I guess we'll stop at Trader Joe's and pick some stuff up, yeah. and yeah, if we can please sleep out in the woods, you know, right? I'm like, well, this isn't for me, and then yeah, now thinking back on this, talk about figuring out what S and M means with means my dad here. You realize that you were might have been more of a cult than a co-op yeah. that we were staying at. That's interesting. Neither of which it really appealed to me. I don't like people telling me what to do. I, clearly, I think I like the idea of like I've always enjoyed the idea of a a commune, but like a real loose commune. You know, if I could get like a bunch of people living together, sharing some responsibilities. Come on, why? Huh? No. You don't want to. I mean, it's one of those things. I think in practice is more difficult than in theory. I think. I, oh, I think so. Yeah. Because that's how. How many communes turn into cults? Right. Let's just ask that right. question. Right. How no, many cults start off as communes? I don't know. I, I think I, the I, numbers I speak for themselves. It's like ninety-seven percent of cults start off as communes. No, I was just like uh, when there was a there was a large uh, grade school that was for sale. And it's like, I don't know. Can I buy that with a couple of dudes and you know divvy it up in a way that you know <laughs> we could all have a very large house together? I don't know. No. No. And all the stories of like a bunch of friends building tiny houses on a couple of acres. No. All sound like horrible ideas and You don't want to you don't want to live in a tiny house community with me? Absolutely not. Why not? Hold on one second here. Oh yeah, uh, find the right button. Um patiently waiting. Yeah, you can. Hold on one yeah, second. Yeah, here we go. Come on. Let's go. Um Right, which button is the right button, Bobby? That's the question. Yeah, that's you're which... just No. There. <laughs> Pay that. Talk about pay. You don't want to live in a tiny house community with me? Come on. No. Yeah, just you and me. Shared garden. Wait, we we stay, stay in the same tiny house? No, we don't stay Absolutely. in the same. No, not in the same tiny house, but okay. on the same property. No. No? I, I feel you'll never leave my tiny house. You'll just no, always I come get, over. No, I, I get my tiny house. But we, you'll never be there. We you'll can have a garden together. Over. No. You don't want to do that? Raising vegetables? What's my responsibility? They can help out with the with the garden a little bit. Come on, hmm. if we all go out and hoe the hoe the weeds, Nathan will just be throwing bricks at chickens the entire <laughs> yeah. time. Raccoons. Uh, raccoons, I mean, he's, sec- he's security. Like, just get a lot. Just we get don't a lot. We, we get a lot more chickens, and uh, maybe somebody can convince my wife to help me butcher them. No, no. Um, you don't want to butcher chickens with I me. I mean, I would butcher chickens. Cole, Cole, would you butcher chickens oh, yeah. with me? Oh yeah. You want to live in a tiny house community with no, me? No, no. I caught you a delicious bass. What if there was like a pond in the middle and we all lived on different sides of the pond? So I could drown myself in? Sure, yeah. Why would you drown yourself? Because I'll I'd, allow it. Because I'd be living <laughs> with you. No, you would have your own space. Would I, though? Yeah. <laughs> I think there'd have to be some kind of communal space. Like, a, like for sex? No. <laughs> No? All right. I won't start a commune with you guys then. 
I mean, it's just the there's end, what, to that, what end? I think that's the whole thing. It comes what? That comes up. Is the point to start the commune so that the commune never ends? I mean, that's I think the real problem that I have yeah. with it is like if if I had a real true passion for tilling the land and working the land and doing all this stuff and the sense of community that comes with that, and yeah. I'm like fine with that being every day. I mean. I mean, we hang out almost every day, though. Yeah, but we don't have to farm together, you know. And <laughs> we're like, not, no. yeah, <laughs> we're not reliant on each other for food yeah, per so, se. Yeah, not like a full-on commune yeah. where we, the only way we survive is living off the land. Yeah, I mean, the Unabom- we're not there. The Unabomber had some good ideas, but he just went way too extreme with them. If we built a big studio mm-hmm. on the communal property, okay, would that help? Um. Find the right button. I gotta find the right button. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, what to what to what end? To I mean, what end? Yeah, to grow our massive media empire yeah. and yeah. take over Hollywood. Yeah. Um, there. Why there. do we need a commune for that? Why don't we just build the studio? Huh? We can cut a lot of costs. Well, no, because it's all like residential, and it's just <laughs> it's a way to save costs. Do you? Here's the question: Do you want to be in a commune with I, us? I don't know. I think I've thought about it. You've Not thought with about you guys, being in a commune no, with I, us. Uh, well, yeah, I have thought about it, being in a commune with you guys. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, in, in a different in a different uh, grade school that was for sale. <laughs> a different. Grade I was school. like, how would I break this up? <laughs> I'll get the suckers, Cole and Bobby. <laughs> They'll help me. It's got a gym. Uh, You've never wanted your own gym. I have my own gym. Huh? Like a full gymnasium. Oh, I don't need a full gymnasium, my God. What are we going to do with that? Well, you'd only use half of it. You sure about that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, use the other half for a studio. Mm. I don't think we'd like that. Yeah? Cole? Cole's no? out. Cole's, Cole's out. out? Jeez. By the way, we're funding this whole thing, so I don't know why. Like, what? what's, I mean, I'm not buying a like an yeah. old grade school with you. Why not? Because I don't want to invest in a clearly old neglected building it's not neglected that's why it was abandoned it wasn't abandoned it was pretty much abandoned it wasn't that abandoned okay it was not as used as a school for a while but <laughs> not abandoned yeah and like raccoons always really respect it's not a raccoons it wasn't a raccoon <laughs> situation all right no maybe some raccoons you never know because they're sneaky. That's the problem. Those little <laughs> shifty-eyed... Shifty-eyed, sneaky guys. Oh, my gosh. Raccoons. We're talking about raccoons. Yeah, cool. cool. Get your Jeez. mind out of the gutter. Such a... Things we're talking about po- Polish people. Ranch hand. I'm just afraid of bricks, so... I... Listen, I'll throw a brick. Have you ever been on a commune? I don't think I have. I, I don't think. See, and I feel like here... And this and this ties it all together. You would also... Turn the commune into a cult very quickly. Oh, because I'm very charismatic. And I don't like that. Yeah. How would you watch Ghost on Mars on a commune? I think it wouldn't be a weird, it wouldn't be a weirdo commune. It'd just be hmm. people buying, you know, land together and not. So this was the other interesting thing. Development. <laughs> Real estate <Yeah>. development. <laughs> Real estate developments can turn into Waco like that. Okay. <laughs> And everyone knows that. Everybody knows it. Basically, that's what the problem was in Waco. And they were like, this is too much land. This is affecting the mortgage rates too much. No one wants to live next door to this crazy, you know, commune cult. So what are you saying? You're saying? I was uh, just proximity of cults. I think, Cole, can can you get an uh, 
because there is like a cult division of like the FBI or CIA, like mm-hmm. that they only investigate cults. Oh yeah. Can we get a rough estimate of how many cults exist in the in America currently? Because one of the things that came out, we went to New York in 2019 before pre-pandemic, so it was much different. Okay, and we wanted to go to the 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 Bronx Zoo. Okay, you know, and we chose a day that had bad weather. Okay, okay, which we were just going to play the weather. It's fine. We're like. We'll take the subway. We got the subway down now. It's easy peasy. We'll just get off at the Bronx Zoo. There's got to be stuff around there. We'll just like hang out at a bar, something like that, until the weather is a little bit of a break and everything. And then you can go see the lions. And then we'll go see, right? And then we got off on the Bronx Zoo exit from the subway and realized, holy shit, we are not in the right place, uh, and what the fuck are we going to do? What, so, what's, how, how are you not in the wrong place? I mean, how were you in the wrong place? Was the Bronx Zoo not there? The Bronx Zoo was there, but there was no entrance for the Bronx Zoo or signage to get to the entrance of the Bronx Zoo. And the Bronx Zoo is set amongst, uh, how do I put this? The Bronx. Um, so That's where Jay-Z's from. Yeah. And that's, I, I could have easily bought crack. Let's get some Then rocks. find an Uber to yeah. get out of there. Anyway, so we were like, we'll just walk. And we got some looks from people like they were worried for us. They're yeah. like, you are not in the right spot, yeah. clearly. Right. And and, we're, and th- this was a storm coming. That, like one of those things that you could see, like the storm clouds coming. <laughs> yeah. and we're like, OK, this is a problem. Um, there's like an avenue that looks park-ish, you know, zoo-ish. Sure. But there's no one around at all. And so I'm like, we got to call this. There's an overpass that we can go hide out underneath nope again we got off on the wrong we did not know the subway at this point yeah you know we thought we did hubris got the best of us right able to find a uber and we're like let's just well uber i like yelped like the closest bar and yeah. it's anything that we could get out of like sure. this place that we're in right now because we're not supposed to be here um everyone was saying it okay? everyone it wasn't just me yeah and so we found an Uber. He picked us up under the overpass just as like the storm was like starting to hit. Yeah. And it was like bah, torrential downpour. Ooh. And so he drives us to another very shady area of the Bronx into yeah. <laughs> this bar, like a local townie bar. And at this point, it's like 1130 in the morning. Oh. You know, because we wanted to have yeah. a nice day there. So Make we got, it a day of it. Yeah. And so we go into this townie bar at the Bronx and record scratch. Er, yeah. Yeah. We walk Did in. Did you get rid of your record scratch button? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you got to be on top of this. Well, I'm in the midst of telling a story. Yeah, well, uh, you know where the story's going, hold on. so you can plan ahead. And it was like that when we walked in. I'm still getting used to the board, okay? I, I don't think you're ever going to get used to the board, quite frankly. I'll get there. There have been some really good peppered in stuff. Sure. Um, That's when you hit, you're sure about that button. On my behalf. Mm-hmm. I'll work on it. I'll Figure it out. out. Okay. Um, so... So we um so we walk in record scratch. Yeah. And the there's probably seven to nine people at the bar all drinking, but they're Kay. all talking about that upstate New York cult that was it the Kay. the Onyx or the Onyx. Uh, on- it was the Onyx. Uh it was the upstate it was upstate New York. It was very big news at the time. It was all the guy the, was running like Was that all the Hollywood people, right? Yeah, was yeah, it, it was one? a lot of Hollywood people. It wasn't yeah. Jared Leto, but Jared Leto took that ball and ran sure. with it, you know. 
But they were talking about it as though it was the, like, it was common knowledge. Like, all this stuff was coming yeah. out on the news, and they're like, oh, yeah, we've been knowing about this for years and years and years and A years. A lot of spaghetti years. dinners. That's what they were oh, doing. Tons. Tons. Van- yeah. Vanguard. The Vanguard. N-X-I-V-M. Yes. V-M. Yep. That's okay. the Nexium cult. Nexium. That's Thank what it you. was. Yes. But that, they were talking, like, they all had fucking Wasn't stories. Wasn't there a CW lady in it? Right? Come on, Cole. Cole, we're going to need to have that one at the Isn't at there the a tip. CW lady that was in? There was a CW. A blonde lady. A CW <laughs> Some blondie. blonde CW lady. And then you're going to see it, and you're going to be like, oh, she was in. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Smallville. Yep. Yep. I think she might have been in she Smallville. She might have been in Smallville. <laughs> yeah. But they all Oh, had... yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and that's That's why you get paid the big bucks, Cole. Thank you. Um That was pretty quick to the trigger. Yeah, that was pretty quick. Okay. I saw the like focus on your face focus. while you're doing it. Yeah. But they all had like individual personal stories <laughs> of people that they knew that were involved in like people they lost in their Ooh. world. Yeah. To the Nexium cult. Sure. And this was just like coming out like it was just because it was on TV. You yeah. Know, that, at the day. And so I was sitting there. I could not stop listening to these people talking about like the crazy shit. You know, they were just like, sure. oh, yeah, you know, Martha, you know, was. Yeah. And that's where she went and everything. And then we didn't see her for like five years. And then all of a sudden Ugh. we saw her and we were like, what the hell's going on? And all of a sudden, like they all knew people or like claimed to know people that were in the Nexium. The Nexium cult. Yeah. And they were not shocked at all by the outcome of what was happening. Sure. And that's why I think, I, I don't know if I'd want to like run a cult, I think. You'd want to lease a cult. I'd want to lease a cult, maybe for a year. Yeah. <laughs> that's a shitty business. <laughs> lease a cult. Like you could be a, <laughs> a cult leader, but not sure if you're as charismatic as you need to be. Right. Well, well, welcome to lease a cult. Uh, two members of Smallville were in that cult. Ooh. Allison oh, Mack and... That's the big one, right? Kristen Kirk. Sure. I think Allison Mack was the big one. Yeah, that was like the one that... What's I CW? forgot about this. They are both on Smallville. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Which Nexium turned out to be a little bit of a Smallville. Get I, it? No. Apparently a couple of Battlestar Galactica people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, sign me up. Not uh, what's-his-face. Um, um, what's the, the Edward guy? James with, Edward James Almost. Edward James Almost. He wasn't that, right? No. Oh, thank God. Yeah. More like Edward James Almost. <laughs> and was Gra- in a cult and Grace Park, who was in Battlestar Galactica. It was Grace Park, and she is in uh, a million little things. Nope, on ABC. Nope. Okay. Nope. She did not get canceled because that show kept going, after, and she was still on it. She was, she still, was on still on it. it. She was able to talk her way out of like, no, 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 no. no. I just leased the cult. I just it, leased it. Is it better than the Rookie or no? Is it better than Castle? I haven't seen Castle yet. I haven't watched Castle. None. Why That's would surprising. I? Surprising. So you say there's <laughs> roughly ten thousand operating active? active cults. That's what that's, a pro- college professor estimated. Yeah, and, and that's insane. It's like a, the amount of like uh, murderers that are out there that have yeah. been caught, serial killers, like ten thousand cults in America. In what you define as a cult, I mean, maybe we can get the loose definition of what sure. the definition of a cult is, but right. that's a big number. I feel so. That's more than. All of MLB, AAA through big times, right? As far as like rosters? No, just like n- numbers, like like teams. Oh, well, yeah, as far as there's, like the individual. Yes, yeah. absolutely. There's yes. more cults than there are professional, professional sports teams. Professional baseball. In 
I guess there's probably only like three to four hundred professional baseball teams if you take all the minor leagues. Okay. Yeah, then, I would think your statement would be a little. Can we add more MLS? I think you could take all professional sports. That's soccer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saying the NFL. I think and you, NHL. I think you could take all major sports in America, and that number would be less than ten thousand. Okay, just making sure. I'm just like, there's more cults in America than there are professional sports teams. Okay, just making sure. I I'm just putting it into context. Shitty Jamie, I mean, like, I, this is just we don't need to look this. I'm up. I'm not gonna look it up because I know that's yeah. true. It's yeah. got to be the case. Yeah, just making sure. I mean, there's fucking thirty NFL teams. What was, Creed, what was Creed Bratton's uh, like uh, quote on cults? It's like. It's better to be a leader than a follower, but it's you like, make more money as a follower as a leader. You make more, you have more, you make more money as a leader. But you have more fun. More, you have more sex as a follower. You have more fun as a follower. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. I've thought about that a lot, and uh, yeah, that's why I'm introducing my new like ten step empowerment program. Lisa, Lisa Colt. Yeah. With. Yeah, I and like, that becomes a cold itself. Yeah. I'll reach out to Allison Mack as we speak. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can we find her Twitter? Yeah. Just. Or X. X, X at her. Or I'm going to musk at her and just see what she does. So, Last time I musked at somebody, it's been night and county lockup. That's what she said. So, <laughs> it's getting a little better. Yeah. Huh? Um, I could have gone with. Wow. But. Yeah. It's pretty good. I just like Owen Wilson's wow. It's pretty good. It's, uh, it's pretty a pretty iconic. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Um. The Lisa Cult character, I think you could have a person named Lisa Cult. Hi, I'm Lisa Cult. Yeah. And then she could just subtly sell, she could just lull you in to a timeshare. It's a timeshare. eventually traps you into being a cult. Is this a movie? Are we spitballing a movie here? Uh, I don't know if it's a movie or is it a skit. It's a skit. Is it a skit? Uh, Well, just the idea of like, yeah, it's a time, it's a, a cult timeshare. Uh, no one, no one a, likes the idea of being a, you know, a full-time cult participant. Yeah. I, we get that. Yeah. It's a real-time commitment. You yeah. have to abandon all of your family and friends, but you don't get any of the spiritual enlightenment. Yeah. So why don't you do just a cult timeshare? Yeah. Come in, have all the weird sex, be demeaned and... Uh, I'm going to stop you there. Hold what? on. Re- well, um, yep. <laughs> wait, not all cults are sex cults. There's there's a high level of them that are, it's but not used, all are. It's used Some as are a part, it's used as a part are, of as part of control. Some are militias that are called cults. Okay, there's like, a distinction within the actual definition. Like Waco, like Waco. Even though or David the, Koresh had a lot of sex with a lot of women there. Yeah. Well, do you call the Mormon religion a cult? Uh, exactly. So, well, Curdling Idaho as another example of cults that are more militias than cults, and uh, I think the lines blur. Most male-led cults are secretly sex cults. Male-led. Okay. Okay. I'm just letting you know. There's been plenty of women-led sex I'm not cults, saying too. There's not, I'm not saying there's not sex cults, but that's it's a, a sex it's cult. A, it's a way of control and power. If we're going to okay? really make this cult timeshare work, we got to really have a broad net. Well, no. It's like people just, hey, I want to open my third chakra and maybe have a lo- little bit of weird sex, but they always I've, I've got to come back. i got to be back to work next Tuesday yeah. because... You know, I only have so much PTO. Yeah. I mean, that's how they get you with the chakras. Like, that's how they... That's. I need to be enlightened. Yeah. yeah. Also, I want to have some freaky sex with a lady I'm not married to. Yeah. While the... Quote, I mean, quite, quote him. Quote him on that. Yeah, I'm going to send that right away. Oh, no. Honestly, oh, no. that's... I mean... 
I context. Wonder, I wonder what the uh, who, context. Thank well, you. Well, come on now. Um, the like how successful a cult can be. I mean, because clearly, if there's ten thousand operating cults, yeah, as long as they stay out of legal harm, yes, there's clearly an effective process to like be right. a successful organization. Sure. That's what they're doing. That's why I go down to the Maharashi all the time down in Atumwar or wherever it's at. You ever go down there? You ever see that shit? No. In the Maharashi? Mm-mm. Uh, remember the, like, the guy who was like influential on the Beatles? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Fairfield. he did have, like, because was the exact center from India... Is that what it is? Is that why they? That's not why they chose it. I think it was. That's we looked why it they up chose on the podcast. Not because they like just there was a college for sale. No, no, because no, it was the exact opposite point from, from India, India to here. That's why they chose it. I'm almost positive. Really? And it was it was it wasn't the Maharishi. Hey, shitty Jamie, you're yeah, it's Maharishi. He, he's on it. It's in Fairfield, right? It was the exact point from in the Fairfield. Places, I know because we looked it up on the on the podcast. I don't remember that. But well, you didn't listen. I forget a lot of things. You didn't listen to the entire back catalog this last year, like you're supposed to. <laughs> supposed to. So we don't repeat ourselves. Yeah. That was the big thing. These yeah, guys only talk about ghosts on Mars, and then hey, John Carpenter's vampires. So like, also like trains are like an important plot point of Ghost of uh, Ghost of Mars as well. There's a lot of trains that are like in there. Wow. It's pretty, pretty exciting stuff, guys. This is the work of a lunatic. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, anything for us? No. I, are you looking up the Maharishi Institute in Fairfield? Or are you just trying to find whether or not it's the exact opposite point of India? I just put Iowa. Yeah, I, I want to say it's Fairfield, Iowa. Fairfax, Iowa? Fairfield, I think. I don't know. Listen, southeastern Iowa, it's kind of a black hole for me. I get a Tumwa mixed up with it and... uh. You know, anything. You sure about that? Anything that's in Keokuk County, it's kind of a, it's kind of a loss on me. You hmm. know what I mean? It says there's an international university there. Yeah, in Fairfield. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. They bought an old college. Yeah, which was the exact opposite of so, the side of the earth. So somebody saw a college for sale and said, "You know, it'd be great if we made a commune out of this mm-hmm. and could turn it into a cult." I don't want to turn it into a cult. Though. I feel that in this situation, communes, cults, and militias all fall into the same category. Yeah. I mean, we should, like, if we did have a tiny house community, the three of us. What would we call our cult? Well, no, we would have to militia up, though. Like, we would. Everyone does. Yeah. We, like, yeah, let's go ahead and just make ourselves a militia. I I mean, bugs! Might as well, right? Yeah. You know, just you and me, a couple of long arms. Just. How much sleep have you lost over this? I, I mean, do you have like, I? No, I'm not. When lost you're sleep. up at night and you're just like, oh, yeah, crap. I love daydreaming as I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's the best. You do like doing. You yeah, do like yeah. to daydream. And it's just like a. You, I sometimes I'm like, if I was gonna make a new vampire movie, what would it be? And I've come up with a pretty solid idea of a good vampire movie. Timeshare cult vampires. I think timeshare cult is a pretty good. It might make a good Comedy Central, like. Uh, half-hour sitcom mm-hmm. for Comedy Central, something all... You uh, think there's a lot... Well, I mean, I say this. There's turnover because you're always bringing in new... You could always get a new hot comic, 
okay, all right, let's just riff. All right, this is what we're doing. Yeah. But you're glorifying cults, which uh, they don't like it's to not, do. It's not glorifying. Um, I'm get, it's not glorifying cult. It's making fun of the concept of a cult. It's yeah. not empowering people in cults. Mm-hmm. It's more making fun of them. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not... Hey, I'm not walking away from the idea. Yeah. It's a strong elevator pitch. Now, yeah. is it a little stronger if you add vampires to it? That might be the case. I, think, I don't know. I think they... Hey, guys. I think we need to freshen it up. The Johnsons, they're coming back for their third time. Um, and I notice on their like exit interviews, uh, no, there are comment cards on the way out mm-hmm. that it's starting to feel a little stale. What but, about this? What about this? No. Vampirism. Yeah, what if, what if we <laughs> what try if, to... Can we, we find one vampire? Can we just try vampirism? Can let's we just, just, just for them, let's all just turn into vampires. Make your vacation in eternity? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, what? Ben Foster went to this high school. Oh, Ben Foster. Ben Foster? Uh, he grew up in Boston, and his family relocated to Fairfield, Iowa. No shit. Wow. Shitty Jamie. I love Ben really Foster. Really coming through. He grew up Jewish. And Thank then... you. Ben Foster grew up Jewish. Noted. Okay. What do you do with it after he grew up? That's all it says is... That's interesting. Yeah. I loved him in uh, 310 good. to Yuma. Yeah, he's great. Apparently, they wanted to move after their f- their house got broken into in Boston. So you go to Fairfield, and you... St- Start to learn how to levitate. That's it. And he wore a dress, and that elevated his career, and that's how he became so successful. Did, did he wear a dress? He described his parents as free-spirited Vietnam protesting hippies. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Ah! Things I never thought I would know. Now you know. Tell me about your time in Fairfield. Ben Foster, do you think Next he ever time. comes back? Probably not. Because is an alumni like almost cultish as well, like an alumni cult? Um, I know. I want to say that. No. No. Yeah. The idea of I'm guessing once you leave Fairfield, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of you're kind of done. A weird Andy Griffith. Thanks yeah. for coming. I don't know. I, I don't know if uh, Tom Arnold still has a house there or not. I don't know. Mm. Well, he'd be a charismatic cult leader. Listen, guys, that's yeah. not Tom Arnold. Make a lot of Roseanne jokes. <laughs> he likes to. Mix- and I should know. I was married to Roseanne Barr. Ah! Yeah. He likes to that. talk about how you need a big dick to uh, have sex with a large lady. Oh, that's his bit? That's yeah, one of the bits he has. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no interest you don't in, watch in watching a lot of Tom, Tom Arnold's stand-up special no. at, at all. It's not, not a stand-up, all. I'll tell you. It's just what he peppers <laughs> in to general conversation okay. while you're at a cult meeting waiting to be, you know, kind of sold on something. So Yeah, so we watched as a family. When I say as a family, just me and the boys. Christine wasn't around. You sure about that? Watching uh, True Lies. And oh. my one son's like, I don't like him. He doesn't like Tom Arnold. He was like, Tom Arnold was just a little bit too negative for him. He's like, what? It's kind of a jerk. I mean, he's worried that his wife is like leaving him and he's just making jokes about his previous wife took the ice cube trays. It's kind of rough. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. Wow. Wow. You have failed raising your children. Yeah, you are not seeing him as the comic relief. You're yeah. just seeing him as kind of a... Hey, but, hey, just FYI, guys, uh, Tia Carrera in uh, True Lies, pretty good. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. I loved her in Mission Impossible, too. Yeah, no. <laughs> she wasn't in... You sure about that? She wasn't in Mission Impossible, too. Oh, somebody else. We mm. already covered this ground. 
Uh, yeah, no. Tom Arnold. Yeah. National Iowan treasure. He was. And not a cult leader. <laughs> and he's not a cult leader. No. Uh, I don't know if he would... What would the name of our cult be? Uh, it's like... The Three Amigos? <sighs> no, it's like Rising Star. <laughs> I oh, believe no, that's, that's taken. That's taken by a theater group here in town. Yeah. Uh, Shining Star. I believe that seems like it sounds like a book series. Yeah. Over the line. Over the line. Something line related. Something, Something line, line related. Yeah, it could be. I feel it just needs to be spelled really stupidly. Like we can uh, be called the NBA, but no, just spell it really weird. No, we're not a tech company. We're not making a website. Nexium. How do you spell Nexium again? Do you have that pulled up still? N-E-X-I-U-M Yeah That's a real word though Nexium? Yeah What does it mean? Cool. It's like culmination penalty uh, like Is it a, English or is it It sounds uh, it's, Sounds different Sounds different Yeah I, it Very well might be Greek in origin Yeah it looks Greek in origin It looks like there could be a Greek Super Bowl It looks like there could be a Super Bowl Nexium And that's like a thousand and five Well that's just because you don't know how Roman numerals work and that's fine. Again, this is really not my field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. You don't know how Roman numerals work. I didn't want to be a cult leader. I just asked what our, I feel it need to be spelled uh, weird. Well, I, A, I don't want to make a cult. Hmm. B, if I did make a cult, it would have a real kick-ass name. You sure about that? Yeah, it'd be like something like Bronze Warrior Joy <laughs> Bronze Warrior Joy. Sure. <laughs> Bronze Warrior Joy.net. Light bulb wood paneling. Mm-hmm. Alfresca. Alfresca sounds. Roman system of debt bondage known as Nexium. Look at that. Debt bondage. Can we unpack that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's go back to the SM talk, shall we? <laughs> really tie a bow. Tie a bow. Yeah. Nexium. Yeah. Also, did they list their tenets of like what the what their core values are? The Latin are? translation is "master over slave women." Oh, yeah. oh! So there were a lot of red flags here. Guys. <laughs> I don't like just, any of this. That's what those people were talking <laughs> like, about in the bar wait, in the was, Bronx. They were just like, "We saw this coming saw for the, years. We lost as Stephanie." Re- as soon as I read the etymology and the origin of the word, it's just like. Yeah, of course. This, this is, is no one wants Super yeah. Bowl Nexium. That's yeah. going to be really weird. Yeah. So we just got to go find an ancient Greek word for like ownership of women and slave women. Slave women, and just that'll be it. This is funny. As a side thing, it's as as a joke. It says, "I have a live penguin in my car." Is the meaning of Nexium? Oh. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> are you just reading off tweets? No, and, this, this okay. was just, I just scrolled down and that was Shitty a Jamie. definition. No, of, he's yeah. discerning. He's doing a fantastic job. I just I'll thought it was funny. It. Yeah. Yeah, and you get a penguin in your car. Yeah. I and mean, that's not where a penguin should be. No. <laughs> and this guy knows where a penguin should be. <laughs> I've said that about Cole Gibbs forever. It's too damn hot it's for like, a penguin just to be walking. If I show him a, like 10 pictures, 10 pictures of, of penguin. penguins in various locations, like, he's able to select the ones. Where the penguins shouldn't be, and he's like, no. "These ones, throw them out." These are I am where not a robot. <laughs> there it is. See here, this one's on a s- iceberg. Okay, that's good. Penguins. This one's inside a zoo. That one's okay. Yeah. This one is in a Chili Willy cartoon. Okay, so this is fine. That's, that's why I had such a problem with Surfs Up. Just really bothered me as a movie. 
<laughs> oh, the Penguin movie? Yeah, the Penguin mockumentary? Penguins can't surf. Yeah, it's they don't. Yeah. I mean, they can boogie board. Maybe. Yeah, they boogie. Yeah, so they just took that. But that's not surfing. Are you familiar with Surf's Up? Is it the? It's not the March of the Penguins. No, it's, different. it's a penguin mockumentary mm. about penguin surfing. Shia LaBeouf is the main character. Hey, really good job. Nice segue, guys, between <laughs> a sex cult into penguin surfing. <laughs> really good job. Like it's that a, was. It's an okay movie. I was Kevin, about as clean as it gets. It's so. about as clean as it gets. Good job. Really powerful. We're going to submit that to the uh, the Webby Awards, right? Yep, absolutely. And Done. we'll be laughed off the stage. <laughs> and at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, this could be a podcast. Uh, let's start a cult or watch Ghost of Mars. One or the other. Hey, everyone. hey, 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 I'm going to take this I'm, one. Okay, sure. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to you know, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mom specifically. Yeah. And the like, next time you watch Ghost of Mars, go ahead and just make a big old Facebook post about it and yeah. tag us in it. Yeah. And if you tag us in that Facebook post, everyone will be like, oh, I'm going to totally check that out because I love that. Movie. I love Ghost of Mars. So it, topical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, do that. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.